Yeah. So yeah, that's all all coming together, but it's uh getting getting scarily close now. Not like not like ghosts scary, but <laughs> you're getting married. It's and approaching it, you. Yeah, and then it sits down and makes a clay pot with me. There's every once in a while when I think about that movie, I do kind of unwittingly transpose the Dirty Dancing song into it and just assume it's from Ghost. And it takes me a minute of of kind of checking myself. Checking my ghost privilege, as it were. (laughs) Check your ghost privilege. Uh, Now I'm just picturing that scene from Ghost, but Patrick Swayze just has a big white sheet over him. Why didn't they do that? I I know that in at least one of those Leslie Nielsen Zucker Brothers movies, they did a a ghost a parody of that scene from Ghost, and he should have been wearing a sheet over him. That would have been hilarious. I'm kind of stunned that he wasn't. That one seems like a layup. Yeah, well, I think I don't think it fit the theme of that particular flashback or montage or whatever i thought you were going to say the theme of that particular leslie nielsen zucker (laughs) it would have been tonally inconsistent in the naked gun 33 and a third you can't just break the fourth wall or anything no no it's like a house you tear down the fourth wall of the house the house comes tumbling down the fourth wall bears the whole load yeah yeah that's why hugh laurie never addresses the camera that was a joke brought to you by uh, Direct Mail from 2008. And just reading through it. First, Dooge asked if we were serving McDonald's or if he has to bring his own. <laughs> then a question came up about McNuggets at the reception. <laughs> <and> then... <laughs> Derek demanded a shamrock shake, and then it it descended into uh, bashing the Irish. <laughs> yeah, so that that's, I guess that's how this wedding's gonna go. By the end of the night, we'll have run all of the Irish out of Middlebury. You mean we can drive through it? Yeah, exactly. Just pull pull around. Yeah. Pull around to the side for your. Uh... Are you gonna Are you gonna come out in short shorts and roller skates? <laughs> I'll come out in short shorts and roller skates. The uh, uh, officiant will be dressed as Ronald McDonald, <laughs> <laughs> and the uh... as <laughs> yep. and by the authority vested in me by the government of McDonald Land and Mayor McCheese. <laughs> Yep. Um, the the bride will be all in puff, a puffy purple dress, 
and <laughs> the uh, the ring bearer and flower girl will be uh, dressed in eerily realistic fry kid costumes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, like um, like at a normal wedding. If anyone does sees a reason why these two should not wed, speak now or forever hold your peace, Hamburglar. Rubble. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, there's a. Uh, of course there is. Why am I ch- shocked about this? There's a McDonald Land wiki. Of course there is. Yeah. Some of the plant life on the planet includes apple pie trees, thick shake volcanoes. That's not a plant. <laughs> no, I. Thick Shake Volcano sounds like a black exploitation movie. <laughs> when the man had the other volcanoes on the run. Um, apple pie trees, Thick Shake Volcanoes, French fry bushes, and hamburger patches. And your mother tells you hamburgers aren't a vegetable. <laughs> Liar! Mm. <laughs> An auto ghost eater? Yeah, that sounds like a, a pump you buy at a spectral uh, repair shop for your Oldsmobile. I was about to say old car, but then Oldsmobile just rolled out. Mm. I can see the commercials now. I've got to get these spooks out of my car. Don Knotts is how playing did, the role. How the hell did the Oldsmobile get its name? I th- that was a really bad marketing move. <laughs> I actually- it clearly wasn't the guy's name. The guy's name wasn't Jim Oldsmobile. <laughs> um, I actually think it might be closer to that than you think. Uh, oh, yeah. oh, well, okay. Well, here, here it is. Okay, so the guy's last... Generally speaking, not always a terrible principle to name your business after yourself. Because if it's successful, it carries through. I mean, you know, something like Ford carries through. Um, so this guy's last name was Olds, so he called it an Oldsmobile. It was better doing it that way than if he had used his first name, because his- Gaylord? Uh, no, better than that. Uh, Ransom. (laughs) The Ransom Mobile. (laughs) (laughs) I don't, I don't see what, that sounds, that's got a nice ring to it. Ransom E. Olds. People, oh my god, and this guy looks like he should have been at Nuremberg. (laughs) We open up a new macro brewery. Okay. There hasn't been a new macro brewery in God only knows how long. Just come out of the gates at scale. Exactly. Hmm. Say so we're not uh, we're not targeting your your particular refined taste. We're talk we're targeting the no no, yeah, no 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 no. We're targeting the Budweiser course crowd. Here's here's something. Okay. I mean, what if we brewed like a higher alcohol beer? I mean, that is proven to be a successful marketing strategy in in other countries. Good. I mean, you go to other countries, like you see the higher alcohol content beers. 
very prominently marketed. Get, get and that's not as much of a thing in the States. Well, I, I think part of that is cultural in the sense that you know, the, the American college experience, uh, where alcoholism really ferments, if you will, yeah. um, the lessons that you're taught is if you want to get drunk quickly, uh, you do one of two things. You either drink hard liquor or you drink a lot of cheap beer very quickly. Yeah. Um, and I, I think pe- people lose sight of the fact that there's a middle ground there. Well, yeah. Oh, the, just make the beer route more efficient. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So here's... I mean, there. I, it's, it's, you know, it's like a lot of the macro brews, you know, they have an ice line. Yep. You know, something that's a higher alcohol percentage and also tastes like it's been filtered through a living being. <laughs> yeah. Uh, usually some kind of yak. <laughs> well, here's here's an idea. Maybe we kind of sweep in a microbrewery in, say, every state. That's a good idea. And then have, like, signature state brews. Mm-hmm. And then we can have, you know, a marketing campaign where we have, like, say in March, we could have a tournament mm. and have people vote and say which state's beer is the best because we could make mm. other states' beers available, you know, more widely. I think we should call it the Spring Psychosis. That's good. Yeah. Psy- I like psychosis that. Psychosis with an S, not a, not a P.S. So I, I like this uh, this idea of... You know, we, we are, like America, we are one large unified entity, but we are made up of 50 smaller parts, each of which is distinct mm-hmm. and special in its own way. Yeah, See, except for Rhode Island, because fuck that place. Do they even brew beer in Rhode Island? Probably, but... It, I feel like they're still know. on grog. Like, they're still trying yeah. to get their grog down. Yeah. They probably have a brewery, but, like, half of it's in Massachusetts. <laughs> Yeah, it's a farm team for uh, for Massachusetts's breweries. Yeah. Um, here, here's what I'm thinking. You know, the the beer. I, I like this idea of sort of individually piecing together this empire on a macro scale. But you know, if you think about why someone drinks a, a Budweiser or a Miller or a, a Coors, they're they're not doing it because the beer is particularly great. They're doing it because those companies have really done a bang-up job running really, really successful marketing campaigns for the last, you know... Oh, of course. And I'm, I'm thinking to myself, maybe before we, uh, you know, we'll, we'll figure out as these things go bust where we can grab the beer. But maybe we need to think a little bit about our uh, our marketing here and how, how we're oh, positioning. Oh, absolutely. Because we're, we're not the king of beers. That's taken. We're not Rocky Mountains. That's taken. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I mean, you just look at people who, like, say, find people that are intrinsically associated with intense masculinity mm-hmm. and are currently in a position where they might be needing money. Like, look at Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's in a thousand ads for some shitty video uh, game, yeah. real-time strategy mobile app or something like that. Like. Mm-hmm. I feel like we could get them for a modest amount of money. Um, I don't know. See, Schwarzenegger, here's my 
Wait, we got. Well, here's here. Look, just 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 picture this, if you will. Okay. Arnold Schwarzenegger is walking down a road. Uh-huh. Pan to the other end of the road. Semi truck, barreling towards him. Uh-huh. Arnold just keeps walking forward, just trudging right towards the truck. Man versus machine, and this time he's the man. Impact. The truck splits in half. Uh-huh. Arnold keeps walking. Uh-huh. Logo. <laughs> Logo cut to black. Exactly. I I, I like the idea. I, I like the the execution. I'm just wondering, you know, if Schwarzenegger's if he's really our guy at this stage. I mean, do we want to be associating this all American like spread across the nation beer with a guy who who can't find anything better to do right now than than hawk RTS games on mobile phones? I'm thinking we pull from the same pool. But we go a little more working class and a little more, um, uh, you know, a little less associated with high culture and governance. I'm thinking we we go Sylvester Stallone on this. Um, he is, you know, got that that man's man rep to him, um, mm-hmm. and kind of the the working class backstory. Uh, he he also needs the money. Um, yeah, clearly. Um, and I, I think, well, you know, maybe, maybe we start off with the Schwarzenegger and then we go to the Stallone and then we team them up. Yeah. Maybe we have the Schwarzenegger one and then we have the Stallone one where he like punches a tank or something like that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. For for the tank puncher stealth. Yeah. And uh, we we have Van Dam on uh, on the line for when we roll out our uh, our lambic. <laughs> it's so fantastic. Ugh. It'd be great because it packs a punch, but it's a little bit fruity. Just kind of like uh, <laughs> Van Dam. The official beer of drinking. <laughs> Some beers are meant to be poured over strippers' chests. This beer's for drinking. (laughs) Some beers are meant to be chugged after losing a game of beer pong. Yeah, like there was one, uh, oh god, one of the old beer company beer ads. Like a Schlitz or a Blatz. Yeah, like for when you're having more than one. (laughs) Jesus. This is an actual beer ad from a long time ago. Like, why can't we put it more back in that direction? It needs something... Something that evokes a simpler time. Okay. Um... I, oh, uh, we, we go back to the, the golden age of uh, the American middle class and prosperity uh, that we always refer back to. We go back to the 50s when Eisenhower was president, and we call it Ike's. Ike's. Yeah. That's good. Ike's. Give me an Ike's. Give me an Ike's. Hey, what are you, what are you doing now? Heading off home, uh, what are you going to do tonight? Uh, I'm just going to have with my buddy Ike. Yep. I mean, like, Boston Brewing shoved Sam Adams on their label, and he wasn't even a fucking president. 
Exactly. Ikes. Yeah, why aren't more presidents on beer? You know, it it feels like Washington is a gimme. If you want to mm-hmm. extend to like revolutionary figures as a general statement, there's no reason in the world why there's not a prominent Ben Franklin beer. Yeah. I I would say Truman's, but there's just the everyone would just kind of assume that Truman had dipped his balls in the beer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a place not far from me. They make a Truman Pills. Oh, mm-hmm. no, that's Trumer Pills. Mm-hmm. Um, ben Franklin beer. Yeah, it, it seemed... There, there should be a Ben Franklin one. Um, or maybe because we're... Well... One thing maybe for like the regional branding of the different beers is maybe pick a historical oh, figure that has some significance to the area. So like the Pennsylvania beer that we're going to go to war with Yingling with. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, be like ben, ben, Franklin ben, ben Franklin's. And New York is uh, Teddy Roosevelt. We call them Teddies. Yeah. Um. Uh, I guess uh, Vermont. You get your your cows. Um, si- silent cows. Silent cows. Old timey stout. Um, no, no, I I like this this regional theming around historical figures. That's good because again, we're, you know, we're uh, we're, we're a country that is we we are one, but we are many as well. Yeah. Um, I mean, what about? I don't. Is there an American Brewing Company, ABC? Oh, that's a really good question. American Brewing Company. I'm sure there was one historically, but they almost certainly went bankrupt. Yeah. Uh, American Brewing Company. Ah, just acquired by Pacific Brewing. Where was this thing? It was in Edmonds, Washington. Pacific Brewing bought them. Um, uh, well, let's go another way. Uh, United States Brewing Company, because we're not just America, we're the United States of America. Ah, do the old uh, move of the uh, uh, association in charge of bowling in this country. Used to be the ABC. Uh-huh. It became the USBC. There you go. And... Uh, Let's see. There. Hmm. Ah, there was a United States Brewing Company, but it closed in Chicago in 1955. Perfect. Bingo. United States Brewing Company. Yep. That's perfect. United States, one beer from each state, but united in one company. Exactly. Just like we're we're assembling all of these smaller companies into into our conglomerate Mm -hmm. i like that um yeah and then we can just cash out and imbev will buy us and we'll have a lot more money it's the way of the world man way of the world who um who can we put on our beer from north dakota well i mean 
Isn't that what we have interns for us to look stuff up on Wikipedia and figure out this branding? Who did uh, who did William H Macy play in Fargo? <laughs> well, a I think he was from Minnesota. Uh, that's true. <laughs> North Dakotans on Wikipedia. Uh, oh, Warren Christopher. <laughs> Uh, South Dakota, you could have like a uh, a crazy horse. Yep. I I recognize. Oh, uh, 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 Phil Jackson's from North Dakota. American hero. Yeah. It's a three peat. The three peat ale. Yeah. Jesus. No, I'm looking at uh, the list of famous North Dakotans, and it's a uh, it's slim pickings. Well, Slim Pickens is a great mascot. <laughs> no, Slim Pickens is not on the list. 